0: Around the state and around the nation.
1: Fired up. Stay on the racetrack if you can. Stay on the racetrack if you can. side my bearer
0: says objects appear faster than they appear. No, he's that fast. Inside Alabama Racing, brought to you by Wade Distributors, Judy's Place, and Alabama Pipe and Supply. Got a guitar! Hell yeah! Have you seen any of the replay? They have called one of our teammates to the trailer. Oh bye! Now, here's Tommy Prater. look at him, look at him! Let's go racing drivers!
2: Welcome to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. I hope everybody's staying nice and cool with this weather that we're having. It sure is hot. This weekend at Mobile International Speedway is going to be even hotter as Eddie Shoemaker brings the back-to-school special to MIS this weekend. Part of the back-to-school special is kids get a chance to take a ride in the race cars. And one of the most popular drivers that Mobile International Speedway has had in the last 20 years, Red Dog Reynolds is going to come out of retirement to take kids around in the race car. We're going to talk to him about that in a little while and see what he's been up to. And you'll get to hear the truth, not all the stories I've told about why he's retiring. NASCAR goes to Indianapolis this weekend. We'll bring in our road race expert, Preston Pardis. He'll be in the Xfinity race on Saturday. We'll talk to him about the challenges of this unique road course at Indianapolis Motor Speedway and some of his past success. Had a big demo derby at Pensacola. Camden Sidner won it. We'll have him. John Bolin won at Montgomery this past weekend. And, of course, we'll wrap it all up with the moose right here on the fastest hour in radio on WNSP, part of the sound of Mobile.
0: Racing on 105.5 FM and streaming live on WNSP.com. The only driver that needs the jaws of life to get in and out of his race car. Here's Tommy Prater.
2: Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening start off the show with a little bit of sad news before we get to Red Dog Reynolds. You know, the zoo is part of a much bigger group of radio stations. I mean excuse me, WNSP is part of a much bigger group of radio stations that in, that includes 92 the zoo. And this past week we lost one of the original f- founders of the zoo, Cat certain most of you will know him for, if you've been around as long as I have, uh, Brown Bag Lunch in Bienville. Of course, his Sunday Jazz Brunch. I, I, I read Mobile Bay Magazine did a great story about Cat in a couple of years ago in 2022. And in his 40 years <clears throat> on the air they estimated he had done over 2,000 Sunday brunches, and he passed away Sunday doing a Sunday brunch uh, for us on the zoo, and he was a cool guy, right? That's all I can tell you. I mean, I, I don't, you know, there, there's a lot of us in, in this industry, in this business, that you walk away from when you see him coming, but Cap wasn't one of those. He was just really a slick guy, and and he's going to be missed by all of us here at the station and and at on Dolphin Street, and just really at 68, that's that's way too young. And just want to acknowledge his 40 years and what a great uh, record he leaves behind in our business. Switching gears in a big way. This weekend at Mobile International Speedway is back-to-school night. Eddie Shoemaker has rolled out the bounce houses for the kids in front of the racetrack before we get going. Kids ride in race cars when we get going. And then a record payout for all classes at Mobile. The local classes are getting more money this weekend than ever before. There's one more race after this one. It's August 26th, and I got news for you. I, I think it's going to be more than this, but anyway, this weekend is riding race cars for the kids. we got a lot of parents asking if they can maybe cop a ride, too, which kind of brings us to our first guest, one of our favorite guys over the course of time and drivers that have put on a show at Mobile in Pensacola is Red Dog Reynolds. A few years ago, he had to retire after uh, having his shoulder cut on, but seeing the kids ride in race cars, he's making a comeback this weekend just to do a little chauffeur job. Red Dog, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good, Tommy. How you doing? Appreciate you having me on the show.
1: I'm good. How's your fishing doing? You doing any fishing? (laughs) about like
2: I am driving. <laughs> <laughs> very slim, very slim. <laughs> That's an inside joke. but we'll, I'll tell you all about that later. But, Red Dog, you guys are uh, always a fan favorite. We've got a huge response uh, from the Facebook page about you coming back and giving kids a ride around the racetrack. I think the last time I looked it was like five or 6,000 views already. Um. why is it so special for you to come back and do this Saturday night? Tommy, I just, I just,
1: it's hard to, I mean, I just really love the kids, you know, doing stuff with the kids because they enjoy it so much. And, you know, it kind of gives you a chance to be like, I don't know, a, a good role model for them. You know what I'm saying? You go down there and show your sportsmanship, you know, and just, uh, it just, it just means a lot to me. Um. Not, i I rather do that I enjoy doing that more than I do driving a car it's hard to believe but it is that's true well but,
2: um, I, there are some of us in, including a guy named shoemaker that uh we believe that you're not much more than a big kid yourself is why you enjoy doing this more than anything else
1: I, i've been told that before <laughs> i been told
2: that <laughs> I really I really, am, I
1: really am. but i, I you know, I just love the sport, you know, and I just – and I just – the sportsmanship part of it, you know, I just really love it. And um, it don't matter if you win or lose, you know, as long as you go out there and you put on a good show for the fans, you know, and, and, and you know, and try to get the kids involved in it, you know. Let them get them a little local hero, you know. it feels good for one of them to come up to you. and say, you know, ask who you are or recognize you at the store or something. You know, it just makes you feel good.
2: It is a lot of fun. You know, we, we did this event for a long time, and somewhere along the way it got lost, uh, which things happen to do. But you know as well as I do that Eddie Shoemaker grew up at this racetrack from the time he was before he could remember. And so the stuff that he liked as a kid, he's bringing back, and, man, it's been just a huge reaction from the fan base.
1: It really has, man. I mean, it's just it's just phenomenal everything is going on, you know.
2: Man, look, every everyone
1: in racing, round track racing, and Mobile and Pensacola now, really, you know, everybody knows the name Eddie's. A, you know, he's a he's a good, honest guy. You know, he he talks a lot of bull hockey, that's just Eddie. But man, he he's a he, <laughs> he's really good for the sport. You know what I'm saying? He loves it to death, and he just wants to get it back the way it was when Mister Fields was running it. You know, back when he passed it on. And it can't you know it can be great again. I really believe it can, you know, but you gotta get the kids involved in it, man. I mean they're our future, you know what I'm saying?
2: Well, I, if you want to get the parents to the racetrack, the best way to do it is make sure that the kids wanna go. That's right. Hey dog, the music means right. I gotta go. I look I look the music means I gotta go. I look forward to seeing you Saturday night back behind the wheel again. And you're just going to have to keep it down now. We can't, can't have any speeding on Saturday night. Come on down there. We'll get you in the car somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Red Dog Reynolds coming back to Mobile International Speedway. Going to help show for the kids around Saturday night. This is a fun, fun promotion. And if you've never had the kids do it, bring them down. Kids under 11 are free at Mobile. When we come back, our buddy Preston Partis is going to preview Indianapolis' road course right here on WNSP.
0: WNSP WNSP.com. Reach up and pull them tight one more time, because it's time to get back on the track. Here's Tommy Prater.
2: Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. Beautiful, but smoking hot. Looking forward to this week's action at Mobile International Speedway. Just a few minutes, Preston Partis is going to preview the road course in Indianapolis. Every week, our program is brought to you by Alabama Pipe and Supply, Wade Distributors, and of course, Judy's Place, where every Wednesday is Cobbler Day. This weekend, NASCAR goes to Indianapolis. But instead of running the Oval, like they do at the Indianapolis 500 and used to at the Brickyard, a few years ago they picked up the Road Course. And with that, let's bring in our Road Course Ace who has won Preston, can
0: you
2: hear me? We're having a little communication
0: problem tonight.
2: Preston, can you hear me yet? Michael, do we have Preston or no? Then we blew up. Okay. So we'll work on regathering young Mr. Partis so we can talk about Indianapolis. It never ceases to amaze me that we always go off the air at the exact perfect time that I'm transferring to somebody new, and I don't know if we have them or not. So we'll get that squared away. This weekend, as we mentioned, Pensacola's off. Sunny South is racing this weekend, too. You know, this schedule in August has been pretty boogered up with Mobile only having four dates to work with. There's a couple, three dates here that are going up against Sunny South. I think this one and the next one that Mobile's done and then Sunny South will be uh, where we can, the two won't be on top of each other. I will tell you this. And and I'm not going to call any names because I don't want anybody to get embarrassed about this. But there is a significant number of drivers that are not driving at Mobile because they are at Sunny South with their kids. And and I think that's pretty cool. And speaking of kids, who doesn't think he's a kid anymore? Because he's really not. But, you know, he and Thomas used to play together, cars on the motorhome floor while his dad and I were racing around the country. And let's bring in a guy who can give us a good look at Indianapolis, Preston Parnes. Preston, how you doing, man? Tommy, I'm doing good. How about yourself? Well, other than having our usual show communication problems in the middle of the show, we're doing good. Now, Preston, I, I, I tried to say that you've wanted Indianapolis twice. Is that right or am I, am I wrong? Uh, that's what you were trying to say, and
3: that made, that made you quiet. I haven't heard you have be <laughs> that quiet in a long time. But, yeah, no, we, we won the uh, Fentanyana Championship there twice. Um, yeah, so, there you uh, go. It's, it's been a really good track to be on the Miana side.
2: And the times you've run there in the Xfinity car, uh, we've had some good finishes and some good runs there, a little bad luck. But uh, the cars look good there. You guys are going uh, this weekend. Now – in the past, you guys have teamed up with other teams, but the last couple of times, y'all been a standalone. Are y'all standalone again this weekend? Yeah,
3: yeah, no, this this uh, weekend we're going to be in the 50, the family-owned team. Um, so it should be good. We, had the, we were in the 50 last at Chicago, and we had a really good run finishing 12th. So I don't know. I, I think it's uh, something we can build off of going from Chicago to Indy this weekend. And like you said, we've actually had some – Pretty decent success too at Indy in the Xfinity car. That's where I got my first top ten, so I'm kind of looking forward to it.
2: A lot of people may not know that the 50 number is special in your family because that was your dad's old cup number. Yeah, no, that's what's
3: really cool about it. Um, this year when we were kind of thinking about what we were doing, and we decided to run our own stuff like we did back in the. Uh, 2019 we just uh, we picked you know with nascar you can kind of pick your numbers here and there and what's available and 50 was one of the options so kind of threw that in the car a little bit for a, a throwback and it's kind of cool the week this weekend just like chicago i got one of the old paint schemes that he ran back in the cup
2: days in the 50s so um it, it's pretty cool have you if have you got to is it the maroon and black one which one you're running this weekend um,
3: it's a, we got the big old eagle on the side of it. It's our 4th of July. Oh, yeah. And, um, that, yeah, that General uh, Electric let us run uh, back in Chicago. And we actually we didn't have that much body damage or anything from uh, contact in the street course. So we were able to bring the same car, same wrap and everything for uh, this weekend in Indy.
2: If I'm not mistaken, that's the same paint scheme that your dad made second Round qualifying and got in the show at Daytona with. Am I right on that? I can't remember for sure, but I think that's right.
3: I'm not sure. I I know for sure that Carter, he tried making the uh, all star race with it back in '99 and ended ended up having a few uh, panels in the race shop from it. So as long
2: as we don't have that this weekend,
3: (laughs) uh, we'll be all right.
2: That's right. We don't need to create any more memorabilia panels. While we're at uh, uh, at Indianapolis, uh, I
3: never, I never understood that with the panels. I'm, I was always like, why, why do we always have the, the crossroads hanging up? And obviously, you're not going to hang up good panels. Uh, you're going to be eating that next weekend. So, yeah, hopefully, That's we don't right. have any any uh, new memorabilia on the wall. If not, we're uh, I don't want to keep it.
2: Normally, means not a good day. So, Preston, I'm looking at the road course at Indianapolis, and 13 turns, I believe, is what you're ahead of this weekend, and – or 14. That turn one, though, with that long straightaway and that hard hairpin to the right, is that the most difficult part of this racetrack to get around? Um, It is. On paper, it really doesn't look hard. I mean, all it is is a
3: straightaway going into a, a 90 uh, right-hander, but it's actually really challenging especially in a heavy stock car. In um, sports cars and stuff, it's not too bad, but uh, with the Xfinity cars, it's so hard, and even the Cup cars, uh, maybe the last-generation Cup car because you would have the wheel hop, and uh, you're going so fast going down the front stretch into a heavy brake zone, it's really hard to gauge where you should be braking. Um, you got the brake markers and stuff, but through the run, the car obviously falls off a little bit, with tire wear, fuel load changes braking performance, and you can really easily wheel hop the car. On So uh, it's definitely one of those corners that you have to kind of back up a little bit through the race. In qualifying, you're going to really want to send it through there. But in the race, you want to make sure you hit it right every lot because it can be costly. Uh, Miss turn one, and then you have to do the the shortcut. But it's not really a shortcut uh, by going straight and having to go through the long base they have set up.
2: So, Preston, for a road course guy with road course experience, uh, Turn one is a breaking point. Where else on this course is a good spot for you to try to pass guys that don't have road course experience?
3: Um, there's a few passing opportunities, even not more or less of straightaways um, going away from a track like Walking Glen, where it's kind of like a straight line and you do a corner a again with a kind of a very flowing track. Um, you might. Know, Um, which I, I don't even know It's coming out of the And it's actually Into a pretty decent braking zone So you can set up a good pass Going into there um, It's actually It's a really fun track You can really have Good side-by-side battles there
2: Well, buddy uh, Music means we're at the break I apologize We lost you somewhere Along the lines there Good luck this weekend, and I hope the 50 does a lot better than when your dad and I were running it because we didn't do too good. <laughs> no problem. I appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, see you in another race. I'm sure it's gonna be a fun one. But I will say this: we had a heck of a lot more fun when we were running it than when you're running.
3: I don't know. We've been we've been having fun
2: lately, but I know you guys had a good time. <laughs> I know well, a which could good be part of the start. problem as to yeah, could be part of the problem as to why we didn't do so good, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was I was only a kid playing around with the toys in the, in the hall. so I don't know. All right, all right, man. Good luck. We'll talk to you soon. Awesome, appreciate it. Thank you
0: guys. Have a good one from Offshore Adventure. Uh, Once again, bumping and grinding, shoving and rubbing, and that's just at the breakfast buffet. Here's Tommy Prater.
2: Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us. We have a huge show tonight. In just a few minutes, Camden Sidner, who won the Demo Derby at Pensacola this past weekend. What a great story that is. A little bit later, John Bolin, and of course, the Moose. We packed it tonight. What a great show. Every week our program is brought to you by Wade Distributors, Alabama Pipe and Supply, and, of course, Judy's Place, where every Wednesday is Cobbler. So last Friday night... Pensacola Pi Flag Speedway held its annual demolition derby. And I'm watching on TV, and I'm not the only one that was confused because when Bill Roth went to the winner after the race, he says, hey, man, there's no number on your car, just an X. Who in the heck are you? And with that, let's bring in the man that who in the heck is he, and that's the winner, Camden Sidner. Camden, congratulations, man. Thank you, thank you. Now, let's talk about this number. Everybody had a number on their car, but you had an X. How would you end up with the X? Well, to be honest with
4: you, I, I really didn't have time to do anything with it, and we showed up to the track, and there was it was still in the street trim. We had to finish it up at the track because I wasn't even planning on doing it this year. So, when we went to, I had to go buy a roll of duct tape. And when I went to put a number on it, I just decided to put an X because it was easier.
2: (laughs) And then, very unusual for uh, a demo car, I thought it was a convertible at first. And I'm like, man, he's certainly not driving a convertible, but it had a vinyl top on it.
4: Yes, sir. It was a a 2000 Mercury, and it had the vinyl top on it. And I debated the whole time we were stripping that car, debated taking that off because I needed to get the glass out. And instead, I just broke the glass out so I didn't have to take the top off because I thought it looked good.
2: (laughs) So it's your birthday. You decide on Monday to go race on Friday. Did you have a strategy going into this thing? To be
4: honest with you, I kind of planned when they when they originally said that they were doing it on my birthday this year. I told myself I was going to do it because I I've, I've done the past eight years, and I decided that not only at Five Flags I've done a couple of them at Milton and uh, over in Mobile as well. And I decided I wasn't going to do it this year. They they said it was on my birthday, so I said, all right, I got to find a car, and I just couldn't couldn't ever find the right car for me. And then Saturday, my brother-in-law sent me a link to that one, and me and him went and looked at it, but the guy didn't have the key. the key was locked up. so when I went and looked at it Monday, I got it, drove it on the trailer, and then started on it then. but I never really i had a I had a good feeling that it, I was going to win because it was finally on my birthday, and it just so happened to just so happened to actually work out for me finally.
2: Well, man, that's awesome. Congratulations. I know you'll be back at it again last, next year, and I appreciate you spending some time with us tonight on the radio.
4: Yes, sir. And I, uh, I'm i probably going to run this car again because I drove it back to the trailer as soon as the interview was over. That's awesome. That's, I don't know. Maybe how, you can put another X on. Maybe you have enough running, time for a did. number.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll
4: probably, I'll probably right, run brother. a number on the next one.
2: <laughs> well, good luck. Thank you for joining us. Camden Sidner, winner of the Demolition Derby on Friday night at Pensacola. Our next guest has been part of a Demolition Derby or two at Pensacola, but he didn't mean to be. But he had a huge win Saturday night at Montgomery in the pro-late model. And with that, let's bring in John Bola John, how you doing, uh, man? That's good. That's good. Yes. i John,
5: how you doing? Uh doing good. How about y'all?
2: I'm good, man. You know, your win on Saturday night was very popular with the folks in the grandstands. Yeah,
5: yeah, it's uh, been, a, been a long time coming. There,
2: you know, and, and I was thinking, have you ever won at Montgomery before, John?
5: Yeah, we have uh, several times. It's been scattered through the years. Been, been a little while.
2: The last couple of years, your racing has kind of been up on the upswing, and you guys are finishing better, picked up a win. Is there something you guys have done in the last couple of years to turn it around?
5: Well, we uh, changed up a few things, a uh, car uh, chassis-wise, and uh, swapped over on that and changed the program up on, you know, as far as, just all the basic, you know, basic stuff and uh, kind of turned things around and uh, been knocking on the door for a while. We just uh, hadn't filled the deal.
2: On Saturday night, you were able to make it all work out. And and that was in your win. I'm trying to remember. Your win was the second 70, not the first 70, right? Yeah, that's correct. Is it yeah, we were harder-
5: second and the first one.
2: So, my, I guess my question to you is, what did you guys do between the first race and the second race, or anything, to to give you an opportunity to win?
5: Well, uh, you know, we were good the first one. Uh, we just needed just a little bit more uh, to be better than Hunter. Uh, I could say where he was beating us, and, uh, you know, we uh, made a few small adjustments, and uh, they uh, ended up playing out. We were pretty much, it was all the right calls, and uh, couldn't you know, it's hard for the stars to line up like that and everything be be with everything you need. You know, usually something something missing or something because it's so competitive nowadays.
2: And I want you to speak about that for just a minute. This pro late model thing, it's gotten tight, right? There's, you know, there used to be three or four cars that were good. Now there's a dozen cars that are good.
5: Oh, yeah. And And that's what makes it so hard. It's like, Told them, you know, like it's so easy to show up and have, you know, be eighty five percent and ninety percent. You know, and it's like that last ten percent is, you know, what's hard. And then there'll be two or three guys that are at ninety five, you know, and then the one guy that hits it on a hundred that night it's just hard to you know, that's what it takes to really win. You can't can't hardly win with ninety five anymore.
2: Yeah, and you're certainly not gonna uh, uh, drive an 85 into a 95 car?
5: No, no. It is, actually, there's so much stuff has to be done, you know, just preparation before you can get there. I mean, they, like I said, there's, there's so much time goes into them now. You know, it's not the, the days of just setting them up and loading it up, and go. You know, I mean, there's so much preparation goes into it and constantly trying to find a little bit more um, to keep you not fall behind.
2: And, you know, we, and, and you guys now are having to deal with all of this input uh, from North Carolina and what I call professional late model teams because there's guys out there. That's all they're doing now. They've got a full-bore crew that takes them from one place to the other.
5: Oh, yeah, and that's, uh, you know, we get uh, Tony here and Senior and Junior both put a lot of effort into ours, you know, and it's hard to do it without, the, you know, somebody from North Carolina leaning in it. Like I said, all the guys at Fury put a lot of a lot of input into ours and yeah, you know, all our guys do a lot of jobs here at home. You know, they they do everything they need to do to you know, keep us up there too. But you know, you definitely need the input from up there to kind of stay in the loop and not be out, you know, out in left field, you know, when you're down here on on your island.
2: And and that's when it gets tough. You know, when you're when you're down here and it's a single car team and you guys are thrashing and burning and trying to get it where you need to be. You mentioned the Uries. Uh is that have they been one of the reasons for your turnaround, you think, John?
5: Yeah, they they are definitely uh you know one, one of the big uh elements of it. You know, like I said Pop and Junior they, they both uh took you know, they've have been my family now, yeah. You know, they uh, they really look after us and dig in and uh put a lot of effort into it. But like I said that's you know, you know, it takes several things to you know, revitalize, you know, when you get in a slump, and that, that definitely was one of them.
2: We're talking with John Bolin, who won Saturday night at Montgomery Speedway uh, in a pro-late model. John, are you coming down? Mobile's throwing out big money for pro-late model races. Pensacola's having a big race here in 10 days, two weeks, excuse me. What's your plans? Where are you going next?
5: we're going to go to the Fairgrounds in Nashville this weekend, and uh, then we'll be back in Pensacola in a couple of weeks for the crate race. And I guess if uh, everything goes good there, we'd probably ride over to Mobile the next night. It'd be, it'd be so close. It'd be hard not to for the money.
2: Yeah, $5,000 for 50 laps. That's that's pretty sporty.
5: Yeah, thats uh, they haven't done that in a while. And, uh, you know, that's um, – Montgomery and Nashville were doing that for a while back in the in the day when they had sponsors putting the big money of it. Definitely uh, nobody ever did that for fifty laps, so that'll be a be an interesting deal.
2: I think it's gonna be a blast. I, I think that with the money that's out there for the pros and the outlaws and the sportsman cars and, and the it's a modified Mayhem night, I think we're gonna see some cool stuff.
5: Oh, yeah, I think, like I said, I hope it uh, pays off for them and everybody supports it and, uh, you know, <clears throat> that way they can keep digging and, you know, you hate to you look good to track coming back. There's some of them disappearing these days and i definitely got to support them.
2: Well, buddy, I appreciate you spending some time with us. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks down in Pensacola and hopefully you get a chance to come over to Mobile.
5: Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you all.
2: John Bolton with a huge win at Montgomery Motor Speedway on this past Saturday night. They ran twin 70 lappers. Hunter Robbins won the first one. And Hunter Robbins has been extremely hard to beat at Montgomery this year. So it's, uh, but it was a fun race to watch. Couple of mobile guys, the Langham brothers finished two-three in their division. Montgomery's a fun place to race, this, so it just gives you a lot of it gives you a lot of options. Our buddy Augie Grill, I think, finished third or fourth, running the outside line that I've never seen run before, and I can't wait to talk to him about it. But like I said, Montgomery gives you a lot of options. It's a fun place. All these guys are angling towards Mobile. This weekend at Mobile, the Pro-Lay models are running for $3,000 to win. In two weeks at Mobile, they're going to be running for $5,000, plus a $1,000 bonus for the guy who has the best average finish between Pensacola and Mobile. When we come back, we'll talk with a guy who's run a few of those doubles before, the Moose, right here on WNSP, part of the sound of Mobile.
0: This is Inside Alabama Racing on 105.5 FM and streaming live on WNSP.com. Out of the caution and full speed ahead, here's Tommy Prater.
2: Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. We've had a busy show tonight, Red Dog, Preston Pardis, Camden Sidner, Demo Derby winner, Johnny Bolin won Saturday night in Montgomery. Just a few minutes to moose every week. Our program is brought to you by Judy's Place, Alabama Pipe and Supply, and Wade Distributors. With that, it means it's time for this week's edition of the Moose Call. (laughs) Let's bring the man in. Thomas, how you doing, man?
6: Oh, everything's all good.
2: This weekend at Mobile, Eddie Shoemaker's bringing back one of the most fan-friendliest events of all time, the kids riding race cars. Um, That's a big night.
6: It really is. You know, just being able to being a kid and being able to get in one of those cars. And even if it's one lap, I mean, that means a ton to a kid. And I don't remember, I'm sure I did some rides, uh, not driving, but riding. I'm sure I did some rides at a younger age, but I don't remember them. Uh, But these guys that don't have, or these kids that don't have their dads racing like I did, you know, that's, That's the difference between the next Jeff Gordon and not the next Jeff Gordon, I think. So I think it's a great deal that Eddie's doing what he's doing, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of cars that show up and load as many kids in the back as they can.
2: Well, Red Dog's coming out of retirement just to do it.
6: Does that mean he's kicking Chad out?
2: That's exactly what he did. He said, Well, excuse me. Listen, we need to make sure so his wife doesn't beat him up. He's only going to do the kid ride.
6: Oh, I got you. I got you. You know, that's uh, every now and then, you know, you got to come out of retirement and run a little bit. So I didn't know if he was going to finally show Chad up or
2: not. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. But, well, you know, like I said, I, th- I think his wife, after going through shoulder surgery with him, I don't think she's going to be too keen on that.
6: You know, Red Dog, him and uh, Steve Buttrick, those two guys drove Mobile International Speedway like it was a dang dirt track all the time. I don't know how they kept car- uh, tires on those cars, so. Maybe it was a good thing that he, that he retired. I well, don't know.
2: You know, and I don't know if you ever looked inside of Steve Buttrick's car, but it would scare you to death. <laughs>
6: yeah, but, man, he was fast, and so was so was Red Dog. So that just says it, it doesn't matter what the inside looks like. It just, matters. <laughs> it just matters what that guy on the inside is doing between the seat and the steering wheel.
2: Well, Red Dog, if he um, if he could keep the right rear on the car, somehow make it last 25, 30 laps, he could win. But most of the time about lap ten he had already burned it off.
6: I know. I'm telling you, those guys they go off in the turn they go off into turn one and they pitch that they pitch that car to the side like they were at a dirt track. It was the dangest thing I ever seen, but man, they were fast
2: they really are. Thomas, this weekend uh, racing comes back to Pensacola. Eddie Shoemaker has announced a record purse for the local divisions this weekend. 3,000 to win in the Pro Late Models, 1,500 in the Trucks, 2,000 in the a 1,000 in the Pure Stocks, 500 in the Crown Stocks, 500 in the Legacy Cars, and almost all of these divisions are paying back five places and the phones are going nuts.
6: All I can say is Eddie Shoemaker is the man, man. I, I'm along with everybody else in in the local market. I'm just so happy with what Mister Eddie's doing over at Mobile International Speedway. And the, the the best thing that I like about all this, of course, is him revamping Mobile International Speedway. But the other thing is too is is that the fans, the racers. The social media, the whatever you can think of, are backing him like no other. I haven't seen car counts at in Mobile International Speedway like that in years. Have never seen a purse like that for a local event. Uh, you know, that's that. I think that's what's really cool about what Mr. Eddie's doing is is he is bringing back local racing to Mobile International Speedway. He's not having the 100-lap super late-model race, the 100-lap pro late-model race. He is bringing back the days of when Gerald Wilkerson and uh, Bubba Gale, all those guys were racing for that 30, 40-lap late-model feature at the end of the night. And just, you you would think that these guys were racing for $25,000. Just really cool to see what Mr. Eddie is doing and all his team just really pumping out some good stuff. And I'm excited about it, as you can tell.
2: It, uh, you know, it almost makes me want to go get us another car.
6: I'm not that excited about it now. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me back up a little
2: bit. <laughs> so your your position is is good for everybody else.
6: Yeah, it's great for everybody else.
0: And, uh, <laughs> really. <laughs>
6: you know, just just because you're the bionic man now doesn't mean that you just go and sit. Get back, get you another suit since you lost yeah. hundred pounds and everything else.
2: You know? <laughs> well, I'm like Lieutenant Dan; I got new legs.
6: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I am just gonna stop there. You go, ahead
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bub. We'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. That's the Moose. That means that's our show. We appreciate you joining us tonight. Wanna to thank the dog, Red Dog Reynolds for stopping in, Preston Partis, Camden Sidner, John Bolin. It was a packed show. Thank you for being with us. Everybody, have an awesome week.